We need some fun, funky music. Yeah, we do. At the beginning. It is our distinct privilege to bring you the Big Wiener Show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our opinions on travel, wellness, pop culture, and the lives of Haley and Tim. Cheers. Hello, mate. Welcome back to the Big Wiener Show. To all our wieners out there, we love you. We love you. And your wieners. So, Some wieners. What's new, Timothy? What is up? Um, it was a fun weekend. Your friend was here. Yes. From my, Boston. My OG ride or die I bitch. We talked about her on your get to know you episode, yes. I think. Gisela. My OG ride or die. Funny story. I thought she was a raging bitch when I first met her. <laughs> I was like, God, she's a bitch. Now we're best friends. We live together. Aw. Yeah. We're like the type of friends where you have like those inside stories mm-hmm. and like things that no one else gets but you and you just start laughing. Oh, that, that's us. So it was a very fun. I haven't seen her for so long. So it was nice to have her come down and like see the new version of Tim. Because the last time she came down here, I was like wiling out, partying, like club life. Club life, Tim. Bottle service. And she's like the grandma in the back. Oh, who is miserable. So she had more fun this time. Yeah, way more fun this time. Um, club time, Tim. Then club time, Tim. Um, no, it was great. She came in. It was her birthday on Thursday. So picked her up at the airport. She came here, kind of hung out with the dogs and, and me and got to see kind of what I do here. Hey, you were taking care of my wieners this weekend. How are they? The wieners. They were great. Super snuggly. They weren't a menace. Good. Didn't pee the bed. That's good. They were on their best behavior for you. Best behavior. They know they don't fuck with me. They fuck with me. They run circles around my ass. Yeah, they do. They're like, oh, <laughs> we can get away with this. They're like, oh, he won't carry us down the three flights of stairs if we pee inside. <laughs> get up. Oh. Um, no, it was great. We hung out here. She got to see like this kind of side of me and like my life, my new life here. And then we went to Oku for her birthday dinner. And then we just went around like South End and just kind of had some drinks. She met some of my close friends. Um, Friday, she hung at the house with the dogs um, while I did some things around work just to make it easier. No dogs, just did my stuff here. Then I went home and it was like late lunch. So we walked to um, Essex in Uptown. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. I went there for someone's birthday dinner like years ago. Really good lunch. Like, we should go. Would yeah, definitely I had go lunch back. There. Really good. Down to try it though. We were looking for something like healthy-ish, light. We didn't really know what we wanted, but we both it was like nice out and hot out. So we both wanted to walk somewhere and we wanted a cold glass of like wine. Oh, that sounds nice. So we went, we sat outside, it was really pretty. The Greek salad was amazing. Cute. Hummus was really good. And I got an Aperol Spritz. Love it. I've been not liking Aperol recently. I, I don't know why. I've just, the past few times I've had a spritz, it's been just like way too bitter, like not enough. No, it's the seltzer key. in it. It's just like, ugh. Add a tad bit of orange juice. Hmm. I saw someone said like put an orange poppy. Oh, that's different. Like the probiotic too. sodas. Yeah. In with the Aperol. I was like, I'm down for that because I love poppy. It was really good. So we just hung out there. We know. And then we went to 
That was Friday. Yeah, we just hung out. Didn't do, really do much. Um, Friday night. Well, we went to Merchant and Trade after. Love Merchant and Trade. It was great. The only thing is, we got espresso martinis there to give us a little, like, pickup. Uh-huh. It's $20 for one espresso martini. Really? And I think that's outrageous in the city of Charlotte. I'm not going to lie. I don't have a seen a $20 espresso martini anywhere else yeah, in Yeah, it was really expensive. And it wasn't like, oh my God, like it wasn't even real espresso. It was like espresso vodka. Oh. So it was like cooler. mediocre for $20. That sucks. Yeah. It was a lot of money. $20 it, is like a meal. Yeah. Damn. For one drink, like I couldn't imagine being there with a group of girlfriends and then being like, Five drinks in. I'd be like, yeah, like first round's on me. Yeah. And they <laughs> give you the bill and you're like, oh, oh. I'll send the Venmo request actually. Um, in hindsight, I take that back. I take that back. <laughs> no, um, good tip if you're going there. Don't don't offer buying everyone drinks because you will be broke. Yeah. Um, cool. Then we went to Graham Street. Then we just hung out at home. We went to the, we like weren't hungry for dinner. So we went to Crave Dessert Bar. Had a good, like, uh, cheesecake. Really oh. good. It was like a strawberry cheesecake. So good. Cheesecake is my favorite dessert. Oh, it was, I thought of you. Um, sat outside there. We hung out with Matt and Kelly Friday night and got to hang out with them for a little bit. Saturday, we went to a CrossFit competition and we went to this amazing brunch spot, the Crunkleton. Why did you go to the CrossFit competition? My cousins were competing. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. I'm like, are you just into watching CrossFit. men it was actually lift female. weights? Oh. Female competition. Oh. Um, you know. You love yeah. those females. Strong woman. Strong woman to pick me up. Power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we went to the CrossFit competition. Then we went to the Crunkleton, which was like, mm, we have to go. After a wedding and into you're not like psycho about in working Chapel out. Chapel Hill. The brunch the there here. is amazing. I'm down. The beignets. Mm. I'm now back on my not eating gluten. Yes. I've always known that I've had an allergy, but I've been kind of lenient, I guess. I've been like, well, you know, like uh, I'm not in town. Like on the weekends, I just got a little, a little out of control. A little? A lot of out of control. And the, I had kind of not been feeling well. Like a little, you know, backed up. The system was backed up. <laughs> and <laughs> we were um, at Dunkin' Donuts this weekend. And I ate seven donut holes. I think that's what And that a what sausage did it. biscuit. The donuts are still in your intestines. I'm, I haven't recovered yet. So. Seven's a lot. Is a lot. I don't know what got into me. But from now on. Crazy girl. I was saying like it's. I'm like bargaining with God. I'm like, please, Lord, I will be a good girl. If you get me through this one incident, I promise I will not sin again. I think that only happens like once. But it's really bad right now. Well, so when you say beignets, count me out because I'm gluten free. I said free. after the wedding. After the wedding, I'm not still not ruining my. No, but like after the wedding, you can have like. No. One cheat day. There's no cheat days when you're allergic to things. I think maybe they're gluten-free. Who knows? They're definitely not. Anyways, definitely need to try them. The Bloody Mary's there. I'll have a Bloody Mary. They have bacon in them. Yummy. It was good. Um, Sunday, we just went to Tuck Fest. Oh. What? Sunday morning was terrible. Oh, the bat? Yes. Tell the story about the bat. <laughs> 
So I live on the third floor and I have this really gorgeous balcony, like enclosed balcony. The dogs love going out there. Like um, Banksy loves sitting on the porch and just like sitting in the sun. They do love Gigi, a leaf blue, and she was a menace out there. So she lost her privileges <laughs> in the first two minutes of being in my house. Um, but Banksy was good. And so we're, we like woke up and I like never wake up on a Sunday morning and like have a cup of coffee and just sit outside. Like I'm usually working out, busy, or we're traveling. So I like what we woke up, I like let the dogs out, brought them on a walk with my coffee, like such an old man with my coffee mug and like the dogs just walking through the park of fourth ward. And I'm like, okay, let's sit on the deck. I take a really cute picture, send it to Haley. She's like, oh my God, so cute. Then just, I was like, I'm going to go inside. I was like, okay, the dogs are just hanging out. And all of a sudden I hear this hissing sound. And I'm like, Gigi, stop crying. Hear it again. I'm like, Gigi, stop crying. And I turn around and they're just like staring at this like animal underneath my doorstep. And I'm like, oh my God, what is that? And I like picked them up and like moved them because I was afraid he was going to attack them. I moved the dogs. They didn't get bit. Thank God. And I look and it's a freaking bat. And I screamed so loud. I know like nothing about bats. So I kind of thought they only existed at night. That means they have rabies. If they're out at night? If they're out in the day. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. That's why I was freaking out. Full-blown panic attack. Throwing up. I'm throwing up. Freaking out. You actually throwing up? Yes. I had like a, I was like so scared that the dogs like touched it that I like went into a spiral. They didn't. I think they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> I that my whole day was ruined. Freaking out all day, like nauseous, crying on the phone with my cousin. Like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. I don't know if the dogs touched it. I don't know how long you've been there. Why there's a fucking bat on my deck. Like out of all the places it could have gone, it picked my deck. And he's like, you can just, like, bats are nice. Like, they don't like dogs or humans. They like bugs. Yeah. And it was, like, cocooned in its little cocoon. And it was, like, smaller than this water bottle. It was, like, this big. That's a small bat. Yeah. He's like, you can put it in a Tupperware and, like, bring it somewhere and let it go. And I was like, do you know who you're talking to? Over my dead body. Am I fucking touching that thing? Yeah. So I, like was having so much anxiety that I, like, couldn't think of anything else. Like, I just needed it gone off my deck for me to, like, even remotely calm down. Yeah. So I took a Swiffer broom and whacked the shit out of it. And it was not moving. It was stuck. Where did it, did it fall down? Because you're on the third floor. No. It, do you know how, like, when you have a doorstep, yeah. the metal thing that comes off your, do- like, bottom of your front door, it was under hanging on that. I have a picture. The picture I sent you, it's in the picture. Oh, okay. So it was kind of on the ground. Yeah. So I like whack it, doesn't move. It's like hissing. I thought it was like hanging upside down from the ceiling. No, it's hanging upside down from there. Okay. So that's why I was afraid of the dogs. Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah, it makes more sense now. Um, I whack it, whack it again. It's like wing is out. And I'm like... (laughs) I'm like freaking out. Whack it again. It starts like attacking the broom and like bites onto it. And then I just pick it up and fling it off the deck. And it flies away. Oh, wow. Well, it did live then. Well, I don't know if it's dead now. If it flew away, it's probably fine. But the dogs are fine. Uh, I was the like. dogs are fine. No one's a vampire. Except for me. <laughs> it's just. 
Because you're a pale guy. I thought this was a bite. Oh, my God. You're so paranoid. I heard you called Matt and asked him to come over and, and get take care of the bat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's not like a man, a boyfriend for hire. <laughs> I need someone to take care of the bat. I was like, you're the man of the house. Fuck that. If you don't have a man, you're the man. I needed someone to come take care of this bat. I, I don't think any, everyone's laughing at me, but I don't necessarily like it got me more upset because everyone was laughing at me that I was talking about it too and it's the worst feeling in the world when you're responsible for someone else's dogs and you have a massive panic attack it's okay like there's nothing more scarier than Phil like in you when yeah. you're mad and then you also are having a panic attack and I guess if you've never had a panic attack you don't understand that feeling but when you're having a really bad panic attack like it's like terrible because like People, it makes you seem like you're crazy, but like you really like can't breathe. You can't, I'm super nauseous. Did Jalala help you? No, because she was laughing at me too. It is pretty, from an outside perspective, it's pretty funny. You have to admit. It's not, it's not though when it's, you're the subject of being laughed at. No one's laughing at you. We're laughing with you. Because it's laughing. a crazy situation. I wasn't laughing. The dogs can also pretty much handle their own. They're fucking fighters. I think they could have gone toe-to-toe with that bat. Yeah, but what if it had rabies? Then you go to the vet and get them a rabies shot. Don't they have... I figured they already had their yeah, rabies Yeah, they shot. have a rabies shot. Anyways, it's, it's okay. still it's still the principle of the thing, like when you have someone else's responsibility, like... Yeah, but you've did everything in your power. Like if they a bat did bite the dogs, it's out of your control. I know. So you can't like go into like a... You know I'm saying? Your feelings aren't valid. They are, but... As you try to come down, that's something to think about. Yeah. So it's it like, a, what do you have control of? What do you not have control of? Yeah. You can't control who comes on your porch. Especially, I mean, bat-wise. Yeah. People-wise, I can. People-wise, yeah. But it was just a very, like, traumatic thing because there's so much going through your head with that because you don't experience it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even think you would know what to do if, the, if there was a bat. Probably just bring the dogs inside and leave it out there. Underneath your steps, so you can't leave your house all day. Actually, you probably would like that. You're like, oh, cancel all my plans. I can't leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like a non-issue. <laughs> yeah, that's a non-issue for you. I wouldn't really. So it's just house. a hard like when and when you have a panic attack, it's so much m- emotion and like coming out of you that I was just like done for the day. Like I didn't want to talk to anyone. Oh. My day was ruined. I just was like extremely exhausted because it was. A, it's just a really. I hate having them. Um, I'm sorry you went through that. It's okay. I was just scared for my life. But we made it through. The bat hasn't come back. We did make it through. The dogs are fine. You're fine. You live to tell the tale. Live to tell the tale. Then we went to the Whitewater Center, just went to Tuckfest, and then just hung out. Fun. Low-key Sunday. And then back, back to work on Monday. Back to the grind. Back to the HQ. I didn't work out yesterday because I felt like poo-poo. I still don't feel great. Progress. Drinking like my body weight in Miralax. Yesterday, (laughs) Haley had the most common thing is like someone who drinks like, oh, I'm going to have a black coffee. And you hear the common answer is like, damn, that shit would run right through me. Mm -hmm. Haley took it to a whole new freaking level yesterday. She had a black coffee and then dumped a packet of Miralax in it. Nothing. 
It was like she drank nothing. Knocking on the door. They're like, no one's here. No one's there. Her bowels were like, we can take more. (laughs) (laughs) You thought this was going to do it. (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) Well, now that I had the dogs all weekend, what were you up to? We were on the boat. Flew up to Baltimore on Thursday um, to see the new boat we bought. It's a Pardo 43-foot yacht. It's incredible. She's a yacht girl now. I mean, it's yacht girl summer. So it was really fun. So we had a captain help us drive it from Baltimore down to Wrightsville Beach, where we're going to keep it. And it was a lot better than I expected, honestly. Really? Yeah. I was kind of nervous because I was like, it's like a three-day journey. Down the intercoastal waterway. The my intercoastal head, I'm like, there's, like, there's so many things that could go wrong. But I mean, the captain was there, so that put my mind at ease a lot. Because basically, he was teaching Phil how to drive the boat. Oh, that's nice. And like, kind of the how to navigate the seas. <laughs> but it has all of this technology, which apparently makes it easier to drive. So Phil did a great job. I felt safe. Did you drive the boat at any point? No. No, absolutely not. And you were just a passenger. I was a passenger. How was um, sleeping on the boat? Cozy. Cozy. At first, we weren't planning to sleep on the boat. We were like, oh, we'll get hotels. Did the captain sleep drop on the boat off. too? Yeah. Oh. So there's two twin beds and a queen bed. All in the same room or different rooms? Different rooms. And we slept in the queen bed and he slept in one of the twin beds. But we weren't. We were planning to get hotels when we like get off at the marinas at night. Like, you stop at these marinas, there's, like, a fried fish joint, a tackle shop, and a bathroom. <laughs> there's no hotels. There's no, like, there's no room in the inn. Did you do any so fishing? So we slept in there. No. This is not a fishing boat. I don't know. But, yeah. It was really fun. There was the first day. It was, like, sunny. It was a lot colder than I expected. Okay. The whole trip. I packed little bikinis. I'm like, I'm going to be like laying out, catching a tan. It is cold. You get wind chill in there. It's like 65 to 75. In the, underneath the boat? But no. Oh. Under the boat's heated and cooled and air conditioning. On top, it's just like the wind. You're going like 30 miles an hour. Oh. And the wind's just like chilling every bone in your body. Jeez. So no no cute swimsuits. It was you long did take some cute photos though. Jeans. Yeah, but the first day was warm, so I did put a swimsuit on, which is a cover-up, and hang out on the deck. But then the next day, so we stop in Coin Jock, North Carolina. <laughs> they, you literally, you pull up the first night, and they have T-shirts there that are like, where the hell is Coin Jock? That's I'm what the T-shirts say. Never heard of it. No one has. It's wild. It's like a little marina town. There's like a restaurant that apparently has like famous prime rib. Oh. The prime rib was really good. Hmm. Me and Phil got some prime rib. I had a Bud Light. Bud Light girly. I'm embracing. Bud Light sponsor us. Embracing she's a yachty. She's a yachty girly Bud Light summer girl. Yeah. So we go sleep in the boat that night. It's very cozy. It looked very cozy. We stopped at Target before we left and bought like sheets and like. Oh, good. Little pillows and stuff. So it was pretty cozy. Oh, it looks very cozy. So we were just like. It has like a TV and like you can put Netflix on there and stuff. So we were just watching movies, very cozy. Next day, 
we leave super early, like 6 a.m. to try to beat this rain. But it's a storm is already brewing. It's and this is the day where we're probably in the most like open water, mm-hmm. not like little canals. Um, yeah, canals or rivers. Ocean. We were in the ocean. It was so choppy and cold. <laughs> it was probably like 60 degrees with like wind chill. It felt like probably 45. Could you imagine if we did this weekend before Easter? Oh, <laughs> it was, but yeah, we, I didn't pack any jackets. Like I bought a sweatshirt before we left in Baltimore. Cause I was just like, I'm going to freeze my tits off. Like yeah. I bought a sweatshirt real quick. I should have bought like a Gore-Tex jacket. Yeah. But I go down like in the, um, like the cabin. Cause I can't take the cold cold and it's just, That's the boat just like hitting the waves. Like, and you're my, like, if you're lay, I lay flat on the bed. My entire body levitates off the bed and slams back down. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine that for like three and a half hours. No. So it was probably like an hour in, and Phil comes down. He's like, I, I am like, you know, I'm not going to like learn anything up there. Like, the captain's just going to drive the boat for a bit. And so we're like laying in bed and like just trying to like get through it. At first, we're, like, laughing. Like, oh, my God. This is so funny. Like, it's, like, crazy how choppy this is. And then it gets choppier. I'm, like, worried that, like, my head is going to hit the ceiling. Oh, God. <laughs> and you can't stand up. Like, if you try to stand up, you have to be holding on to, like, the sides. Oh, like, my it's God. Going, it's going side to side, like, up and down. Like <laughs> You're getting, like, just thrown around like in salad. this box. Yeah. And then... So I am like feeling like it's like an hour and a half to two hours. I'm like feeling awful. So I feels nauseous too. We're both nauseous, but it's like the waves are going over the whole boat up top. Yeah. So the captain's completely soaked. Oh my God. The waves, like they're hitting the waves so hard. The waves are going like over the windshield into the, oh, like the crew. the pilot or not pilot the captain's captain's quarters. area the steering section the console console yeah it's digging into the console <laughs> just like it's freaking salty ocean water in your eyeballs oh my so it's like God. I'm not I don't, don't want to go up there no so I'm like I'm just dealing with the nausea down in the cabin and then I but I'm like I don't feel good so I go into the bathroom. Which also, I'm being thrown around the bathroom. She got launched into the bathroom. <laughs> Imagine from the bed. like being—it's like the size of probably an airplane bathroom. Okay. But you're going through like maximum turbulence <laughs> in the plane, and you're just being like tossed around in this tin can. Yeah. So I'm like, I gotta throw up. So I open up the seat, start throwing up. I have to use the bathroom. I can't stop throwing up to use the bathroom. like i can't turn around like i'm like i can't stop i'm like i'm like i can't stop so i like take a break i just like hold my mouth closed and i'm like go to the bathroom (laughs) turn back around i'm throwing up again out of my mouth dramatic so it's like i'm just puking my guts out and i'm finally like i you know like they say the devil you know is better than the devil you don't but I'm like, this is bad. I don't like this devil. This devil is. That was your punishment. That's why you're backed up. Intolerable. <laughs> so I go up to the, I'm like, I got to go up. 
I told Phil, Phil's like laying in there. He's feeling terrible. He's like, oh, I'm like oh. I got to go up. Like, I can't do this down here. So I go up there, immediately feel better. Way better with the nausea. Because that's like, it's like sitting in the front seat of a car. Yeah. It goes away. So I'm sitting there, but it, the wind is blowing. The waves are hitting me. The I'm storm soaked. was really, this was Saturday morning. Yeah. The storm that we had Saturday morning was horrendous yeah. in Charlotte. So I can only imagine what it was. On it the- wasn't even raining yet. It was just the waves yeah, were it was, covering the ship. It was a bad thunderstorm. So the captain's in like shorts hmm. and a rain jacket. He's freezing. He wasn't expecting this either. I'm in like a line leggings and a t-shirt. Soaking wet. Soaking wet. Because I didn't want to bring the sweatshirt up there and have no, the sweatshirt. Yeah. Soak. I mean, that's my only warm thing. So I'm saving that. So I'm just getting dumped. Like my hair is completely soaked with nasty ocean water. My eyeballs are burning. Like <laughs> I covered. So I sit up there for probably 20, 30 minutes. Like just dealing with it. Like my brain like went somewhere else. I was like, I just have to get through this and like let the nausea settle yeah. down. Then I'm going to go back downstairs. So I did that. I finally got, I'm going to go back down. Like I can't do it anymore. I go back down. Phil's like, what the hell happened to you? Because <laughs> I was completely soaked. I was like, I got, he thought like I fell in the water or something. I was like, <laughs> I, like I went for a swim. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, like that's how it is out there now. Because he hadn't been out there. Yeah. And I, he's like, oh, crap. So I don't get a shower. I just wrap my body in a towel, take all my clothes off, wrap my body in a towel, wrap my hair in a towel, and just lay flat in the bed. Just completely still and just try to like shut my brain off for the next, like I have like another hour and a half. So I got, we get through it. Sun came back out. Sun came back out like three and a half hours of torture. (laughs) But it's like something we look back on and laughed like, oh, we got to Moorhead City. Got out of the boat. God. (laughs) I still feel like the rocking. I'm like, I feel like I'm slamming into things just in my head. It's like you get off the treadmill. Oh, yeah. And you and feel you, like you're, you're walking, walking faster. Walking. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> but yeah. So the next day was nice. The weather was great the next day. That was the donut hole day. <laughs> Sounds yeah. so dramatic. I'm so glad. Love you all, but so glad I didn't go. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I'm glad you made it back. Sunday, on time. You yeah. picked the little rugrats up. Yeah, little wieners. But yeah, that was my weekend. Sounds like an exciting weekend. Both, I'm really excited. excited to see the boat. It looks gorgeous. It's so nice. I love it. I can't wait to go. I love it. Down to the beach again and see it. Yeah. And sunbathe. Me and Phil, like, we were driving back from um, dropping the boat off to the airport, and we were like, He's like, I'm going to miss the boat. And I was like, me too. I miss it. Like, I want to go back and just sleep in it. (laughs) It's so cozy. Like, it's just like, and you kind of feel the waves rocking a little bit. Like, it's very cozy. Yeah. I love it. What do we, we probably need to like restock it and get stuff in it. And yeah. I just don't want to keep stuff in there. No. 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 Because it's kind of like outside. I mean, I mean, inside the boat. Like dishes i don't want to keep dishes we just have paper plates oh, okay yeah because stuff i mean it you're getting knocked the fuck around oh. anything in there it's like fucked up 
It's going to get fucked. Oh, okay. So. I washed the towels. Oh, nice. Um, That's exciting, though. I'm excited yeah. to see it. I'm really excited to lay in the sun on it. Yacht Girl Summer. Yacht Girl Summer. Gay Boy Summer. Gay Summer. Gay Summer and Yacht hot Girl Summer. Hot Gay Summer. Hot Gay Summer and Yacht Girl Summer coming soon. To a town near you. Look for the Instagram content. <laughs> so, what's been happening not in our lives? In the, the pop world. culture. I mean, this was a big weekend. Yes. Let's start with my favorite topic. Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules. This episode was, was pretty good. damn good. Raquel's a whore. Last week. <laughs> okay, Katie. <laughs> oh, I think she's like just she, lost in the sauce. She is. She's just grasping on any, anything to give her airtime, to make anything. her look a certain way, to gain approval. Like she just looks lost. Like she's just searching. Searching for nothing, and she's making the worst decisions. Yeah, it's t- sleeping it's, with married men. It's tough to watch. I mean, it wasn't even like she. First off, he wasn't even cute. No, he wasn't. He misled her, or whatever. I thought okay, it was sweet that she apologized, and her Lala made up. Yeah. I was like, that's big of Lala. I could see Lala driving at home more. Yeah, so same. I, if anything, it just showed how Lala's matured. Yes. For her to be like, yeah, see, it's very easy to be like manipulated by these men into thinking they're single. That is crazy. And know what the backstory about that is? His mother, remember the lunch scene? Yeah. She's on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. So she's on her own Bravo show. What is she going to think when this airs? Like you had a whole scene with your mom on the show and Lisa Vanderpump getting lunch. And you, like everyone knew what was happening. He's probably telling everyone oh, like, we're not together, like, we're divorced or whatever, but he's still no. hooking up with her. He, he's telling her knew. a completely different story. I don't know. I think it's a big setup, and I think it's bullshit, and he's trash. I hate He's trash. I'm over Raquel. She needs to just go. Like, she got help. She's actually getting I don't help. think he's that cute either. No, he was not cute. He's, he, she's getting help. She's getting checked into a mental facility. I saw that. I don't know how real that is. Yeah, I don't either. Hopefully she is. Yeah, but yeah, the episode was wild. I know tomorrow night. I I don't know. I don't see how you don't like enjoy Katie <laughs> when she called. To, the funniest part was when um, Allie picked up like or like saw Sandoval and Raquel out at night at like one a.m. <laughs> and she was just like, I don't know what they do, but she's like, I wouldn't want my man to be out with another girl at one a.m. And I'm like. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. And then she told them, and then Katie brings it up, and Sandoval just gaslights the shit out of her. Katie, what are you even talking about? God, like, and I'm just like, hindsight, dude. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what you were up to, you little gaslighter. It's also funny that the three of them—I don't know if it was this episode or the previous episode—it was like Tom. The Toms were having a meeting with Lisa. And Raquel happened to be their server. Oh, and she like sits down. And he's like, yeah. sit down. And he's just in cheesing. the middle of them. Just and I'm like, like why uh, are you sitting in the middle of them? Lisa's just like, Tom, why are you smiling? This like, much? let her get back to work. Like, take your orders and let's move on. He's obsessed. He's obsessed. I wonder if they're still in contact. I thought they were engaged. No, that was a fucking April Fool's joke. Oh. <laughs> I'm so gullible. You are. You look at headlines. This I do. is your problem. You come in here and you're like, I have so much pop culture <laughs> news. And you just read these headlines. And then I'm like, 
Tim, did you read the article? I no, do sometimes. No, I didn't. I'm like, God damn it. In other major news, Sophia Richie got married. Oh, we're done talking about Vanderpump Rules? Yeah. That was all the drama. God damn it, Tim. Let me talk. Can we turn this into just a Vanderpump Rules podcast? <laughs> no, because what if the show gets canceled? Then there's no point to have a podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what I talk about. Sophia Richie's wedding. Sophia Richie's wedding. She is timeless, iconic. I love that people are finally like, she's getting more recognition. I've been on Same. Sophia Richie since Scott Disick days. Loved her with Scott Disick. Didn't like her wardrobe that much. I didn't love her with Scott Disick. But I loved her. The Lord. She's always been just like a style icon, oh, in my opinion. She was stunning. It's the evolution of her style has been pretty drastic, though. Yeah, she went from Scott Disick to a billionaire. Yeah. You have to look the part. She looks gorgeous. She's timeless, yeah. elegant, beautiful, screams old money. She doesn't scream it. She is gorgeous. First off, love her collaboration for all her wedding looks with Chanel. Yeah, that was really fun. That's I, different. I, I'm i like, this is so much more my style than the Dolce & Gabbana, Courtney and Travis. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, this is way more my style than that. But I wonder if this is like the future of celebrity weddings. So. Like they partner, it's like they partner with the brand and then the brand like Does curates everything. the looks, like curates the, the vibe of the wedding. Like, right. Because it makes sense. I mean, everyone's talking about Chanel, even like the Chanel beauty she used. I mean, I bought the damn lipstick she she had on. I'm like, well, it's Chanel. So Chanel got some money. Chanel's for me. a very big thing right now. I think she was the kickoff of Chanel because it's also the theme of the Met Gala, Karl Lagerfeld. You keep saying that. Karl Lagerfeld has done other things outside of Chanel. I know, but he's more of an icon with Chanel. Like, his legacy was Chanel. So I think it was like a play on words. Like, I hope she's going to the Mad Gala. Maybe. But I think it's fun because she's younger. And typically right now, all you keep seeing, like, is crop tops and mini dresses. And she did this, like, very... Modest. Modest trendy, like you want to buy into it, clean cut. But you know you can't. No, you can't. You can't afford it. Um, clean cut, like very elegant, very like older woman the thing type is, of it's vibe. Like also, it's like the for these looks that she's doing, I see all these TikToks of people trying to recreate like Sophia Richie's looks and it's like, yes, but also... No. No. Not very applicable for day to day. You're going to look like a weirdo, a like your cosplaying like a 90s show, like sitcom person. Yeah. Like it's like a sitcom mom is how people look. It's like the the classic styles. That's why, I mean, it's nice to pull in pieces that are classic, but it's also like she's like dedicated this to be like her look. Her look. It was unreal. Everything was gorgeous. Yeah. Every p photo she posted, she rocks a slick back bun. Mm -hmm. It looks so good on Seeing her. Seeing that, I'm like, I need to get my extensions out and rock a bun. I think you should do the summer of buns. I can't wait to get these extensions out. I think you would look really good with a, a bun. Yeah. I'm just like not an extension girl. No. I always realize this. Let me make this conversation about me. Um, <laughs> I always realize when I do these over the top things, like I've gotten eyelash extensions before, like 
wore them for a couple of weeks and I was like, I have to get these things off my face. A lot of people are allergic to them. They don't look good on me. They look over the top. It's not my style. Mm-hmm. They're a lot of maintenance. I'm just, just not my style. Same with the hair extensions. I think it's just like, I love the slick back bun. I used to do slick back buns all the time. I love like wearing my hair up in ponytails or like doing like tight braids and like fun things like that. And I'm like, in the extensions, like even in the ocean, I was worried when I got it wet that time because you're not supposed to get them wet. They can like swell. Hmm. You're supposed to rinse water in your hair before you go get in a pool or the ocean, put conditioner in it, and then then get in, get in, and then right after rinse it again, then blow dry it. You can't let your hair air dry ever with extensions. And I'm like, it's just the maintenance. Yeah, it makes me feel like trapped, and it's I'm like the risk you're and reward. Do them for the wedding. With all the swimming you're going to be doing? I just want long, pretty hair. Oh. Anyways. At that point, I won't care if they get ruined. Yeah. Because I'm going to take them out take right them after. Out um, she was gorgeous. All her looks were gorgeous. Even like her around the town looks fit the theme. Yeah. They both were pretty. All the guests there really nailed the attire as well, too. I haven't seen a lot of photos of the guests. I've only seen the ones that she's posted. I need to look up some um. more. Guest photos. But beautiful and iconic I this weekend. I also seen, weirdly, a lot of people like comparing Nicola Peltz, her wedding, to Sophia Ritchie's. And I'm like, that's not fair. Yeah, that's not fair. I think that's really mean. It was funny. I saw an interview with her where she's like, I just want a massive like nightclub party after. Like, yeah. Like, that's so she cute. She got to cut loose. I love it. Yeah. It's like she was all like pinned up and proper. And then the after party was like. Wild and, Wild and her after party dress was gorgeous. That was as my well. favorite look. It was gorgeous. Yeah, her wedding dress was pretty. I love the neckline on her. Rehearsal dinner dress was gorgeous. I'm just obsessed. Chanel's like one of my favorite brands. So getting to see like that Chanel tote, that, that little, many like, looks, and like custom looks was really cool. That Chanel tote she wore with that little like linen Chanel suit number. Yeah. Super cute. I screenshotted that and see if I can find it somewhere. It's probably custom. It probably is. Damn it. <laughs> I think it was a vanity bag. You're talking so about cute. the. It's like a uh, basket material. Yeah. I think that was a. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chanel vanity. Super cute. Other than that, I was really uh, my obsessed with just that all weekend for pop culture. I forgot it was Coachella weekend too. You don't really hear much about weekend two Coachella because no. I feel like. All the influencers, like weekend one yeah. is like the biggest. And then it's like your true diehard ravey girls, Coachella girls that go like weekend two. Yeah. I I don't know. After seeing photos, I feel like I'm like, yeah. I feel like I want to do it one day just to see what it's about. But I'm like, I'm not it looks big, so crowded yeah. and sticky and like dusty. I'm like, the weather, it's cold. And I'm like, I don't know if this is my vibe. I want to just go for, like, the glam and, like... Yeah. Like, weekend one, I would go just for, like, Revolve Festival I saw and something 818. where they said a lot of influencers just drive up there. To take photos? They don't have tickets to the Coachella. They just go to the desert to take photos in Coachella outfits. Oh. And they just leave. I was like... That's us. Damn. I was like, I respect the hustle. Yeah, me too. I'm I not going to lie. like, Instagram versus reality, it's so fake. I'm like... It's kind of cool though. It's like when people, I don't know if you saw that um, segment once on BuzzFeed. I think it was BuzzFeed 
where they go and try to like take photos in their town but oh, tell yes. everyone they went to london yes and make it like they fake it and how many people like until people start picking up on it but I like see that. fake london photos i was like i love that i would go just for like the festival part not like the actual like music part unless it was like a mm-hmm. really cool headliner but like i'd be all the way in the back like i don't need to be front row Mm-mm. yeah i want to do the ferris wheel though yeah. There's probably a crazy line for that too. Probably. I just don't do lines. I don't do lines. So I don't like theme parks. I don't like Disney. Black Friday. I don't like. First off, lines. Black Friday, you can do online. Now you can, but back in the day. Oh. You couldn't. You're showing up at Kohl's 4 a.m. No, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Kohl's trip. <laughs> Me and my grandma used to go. Me and my grandma used to go. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Um, and there was a Wendy's across the street. Yummy. Um, other than that, nothing really too pop culture I think the main thing that I saw was just Sophia Richie's wedding. That's all people can talk about. Because she came out of nowhere. She also started a TikTok and started doing Get Ready With Me videos the weekend of her wedding. I made this weekend, I was like, I made a little Sephora haul video on TikTok. And it got like 50,000 views. And so I was like, oh, I'm a TikTok early. I'm going to make another TikTok. So I do that. I'm like, I have this big Zara order coming in. And I'm like, I'm going to do a like Zara try on haul and film it. And I start doing it. <laughs> I'm like trying on the clothes. And then I realized there's like three things missing from my order. Oh. And so I stopped filming and I'm like, I need to call customer service. <laughs> It was really sad. That was like an Instagram versus reality moment. I'm like <laughs> trying my cute clothes on, like walking around my living room. And then I'm like, wait, there's stuff that's missing. So are we going to see the video or no? I'm kind of embarrassed. There's nothing more embarrassing than like walking I, around in front of a camera in like clothes. <laughs> I think it's funny. You should post it. It's so embarrassing. It's like I'm cringing at myself Can I so see it hard. Yeah, I'll edit it first. Okay. And then I'll send it to you first and see if it's too cringe. <laughs> Give me a, a cringe scale of like, okay. like one ugh. to one to five, like five being like, you can't just <laughs> one being like, it's cringe, but doable. put it out there. Let's see what happens. Yeah. If it's like a four or five, I won't post it. If it's a three, even a three, probably not. Okay, it's gotta so be one a one or two, or two on okay. the cringe scale. I'll be honest. I'm not a fake bitch. Okay. Tell me if it's cringe. I will. Don't just like gas me up to make fun of me on TikTok. <laughs> it, the, nothing is going to be worse than it's I'm going to post it. And it's going to get like three views that are all my friends. And all my friends are just like, good, good. job. <laughs> <laughs> or you post it and it's like 1.5 million views. And everyone's like, this is lady know what she's doing. These look so bad. <laughs> this looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my biggest fears. That would be funny. I feel like you missed 100% of the shots you don't take, though. Seriously. And I really enjoyed filming it. It was pretty fun. I posted it one was, of the Once dogs. I got over the cringe, it was pretty fun. I posted one of the dogs. I saw one of the one of Bakesy. I did another one. Oh. Well, Gisela did it. Cute. We have to do a big send-off on our way out. Haley's Bachelorette is Woo! this weekend. Batch time. Batch for the perfect... Match. Batchy and bitchy. Batchy and bitchy. Haley's gonna get white girl My wasted. Bitch <laughs> <laughs> She's just doing it because she has to. 
No, what? she's not. Your bachelorette. No, I'm not. I don't have to do shit. She's actually not looking forward to the wedding. She's just getting married, so she can have a bachelorette. Yeah, girls trip. Girls trip. Ultimate girls trip. The yeah. film crew's going. I'm very excited. I'm sad because one of my friends was supposed to come, had some health issues and couldn't come. I know. That was like a big downer. It made me sad, but I'm so pumped. Get to go to the beach. She's going to a disclosed private island. Undisclosed. Undisclosed. Not disclosed. Private island. Yeah. The plane. You don't know about it. You've never heard about it. It takes 46 hours to get to. Yeah. We bought the island. Yeah. So you can't find us. Now we'll reveal where it is and talk about it on the next episode. On the next episode. I'm excited though. I think it's going to be really fun. Buns in the sand. That is something I can make a TikTok video on. Is all the stuff I've prepared. We for the bachelorette. I did a lot. You did a lot. I did a lot. I assisted. Brother. You did. I still want you to tell. I me. kind of now wish that I called it the bachelorette. The bachelorette. Okay, we don't need to sing here. This is not a singing podcast. Yeah. Please stop. <laughs> Please fucking stop. Just to let everyone know, I've started taking an antidepressant. <laughs> it's definitely kicking in. Is this a side effect? Yeah. You singing? Mm-mm. Did it help you with the bat situation? Fuck no. <laughs> you need a Xanax for that. You need a fucking uh, strong drugs for that incident. But we're making baby steps. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the antidepressant briefly. Briefly. So you've been on it for how long? Thanks. Um, I've been on it for a week starting today. Do you feel any different? Yes. The overthinking subsided. I don't know if it's like a mind over like mental thing and like, oh, you take a pill and you feel better instantly. Which one is it? Lexapro. Cool. So you just got diagnosed with like generalized anxiety? Yeah. Nice. Um, so started it last week, went to the doctors, did all my testing and everything and everything came back negative and I was like, I need, I think it's time to, my anxiety and overthinking was like getting really crippling and affecting my life mm-hmm. really badly and I just didn't want to do that anymore cool so I started taking it and started out 10 milligrams and there's been some side effects like extremely lethargic in the afternoon I've been having like really bad headaches I don't know if that's just me being dehydrated with all the working out we're doing mm-hmm. um but I can already tell a difference overall that makes me really happy so I'm excited <sighs> to continue it I'm also on Lexapro, so. Lexapro twins. I am on a cocktail, though, Lexapro and Wellbutrin for my anxiety. Just two anxious queens. Uh, Anxious queens. Anxious girls. But I'm excited. I feel a lot better. I'm I'm more excited to have, like, conversations and stuff without being emotional in them. Yeah. Definitely in the workplace. Yeah. I think it's not like it numbs you to emotions. It just gives you a little bit more perspective. Yeah. It doesn't on, affect me as much. Yeah. Like the emotions don't take over you physically. Yeah. Like, and the anxiety to me is just like physically experiencing these emotions where it's like, I feel like my heart is beating faster. Like my chest is like, like I feel like a, my heart in my chest, like beating out of control. Like my breathing is like heart is harder to breathe. I feel like itchy. I feel hot all over. I feel like, I can't stop thinking about it. No yeah. matter what I do and how hard I try, I can't stop thinking about things. And it just goes in these, like, 
rumination circles over and over and over again. I feel like anxiety medicine helps. You still think those things and feel them, but it's like you can see the thoughts from a different perspective and choose to believe them or not. Yeah. Like my thing is like my biggest fear recently has been like, I'm getting fired from my job. You're not. Sleep keeps me up at night for the past like oh two weeks. Oh my God. Why do you think that? I don't know. I just do. It's just a you thing? It's just, a, it's, a, it's a me thing and it's like yeah. a conversation I just need to have with certain people. Um, and it's the past two weeks have been probably the most difficult two weeks out of, since I've started. Oh. And it's just like this constant like anxiety and it's like I go into these dark spirals and like holes and I just can't come out of them. And since I've been on it, it, like Friday was really bad. Yeah. Um, I had a, b- a bad day Friday. I'm sorry. Um, but my anxiety is like reading into things, like no one responding to me, or it's like one word answers, and it's like just the dis like if people like disregard me or mm-hmm. like don't include me or I feel included or I feel uncomfortable. That's where I get into these holes of like overthinking. My mind just goes, and I yeah. think that's like subsiding. You didn't think it. You would assign meaning yeah. to things that other people aren't really thinking of. Yeah. That's fair. That's what yeah. anxiety is. So. It's like you're experiencing life differently. Yeah. So I need to have a few conversations and then I think I'll be good. Good. Hasta to all of our wiener friends. Okay. We love you. And stay wienerish. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> all right. Stay wienerish, folks. Bye. Bye.